name is Colin. This is Stu. This is episode 61 of the Evil G podcast. Hello. And we're a lot of wrestling on this one. So. Oh, yep. Brace yourselves. Get yourselves ready for that. Um, uh, you could try and say a wrestling pun. I don't know if you don't like wrestling, then this podcast might body slap. No, that's awful. I don't know. There's bound geez. to be a wordplay thing in there. <laughs> and then, but I just yes, start, it, actually so start, start cutting the Steiner Math promo on everybody instead. <laughs> See, uh, normally, uh, you'd have a 50-50 chance. <laughs> well, I'm not normal. I'm a genetic you, freak. You even managed to cut that in on Sunday night when we were watching the pay-per-view. I can't remember. Somebody asked you a question or somebody said something, and I remember you turning around and saying, normally you'd have a 50-50 chance, but I'm not normal. And that so, was when I was like, oh, this is genius. Someone was on about that, uh, the uh, fantasy league, and said something about a percentage, uh, and I just heard percentage, and then it's like, <laughs> that's the first thing. You say anything percent, that's the first thing any true wrestling fan will yep. think of straight away. Yeah, yep. You'd be like, hey, this is 60% off. And then you go, well, normally you'd 60% off, but me, I'm not normal. I'm a genetic freak. And on, so on, and so forth. So, uh, like and we did with. by calling them a fat ass. Yeah. Fat ass! Um, <laughs> like last time, we're, we're going to just jump into the wrestling here because we've got two pay per views we watched um, and a massive, momentous thing that, like, AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door. You cannot understate mm-hmm. how important this show was to wrestling as a whole mm-hmm. and what sort of no pun intended doors it has opened. Mm. <laughs> but uh but first we had uh Stu as a an impact fan, you let everyone down last week, so <laughs> I know I did. Sorry. Yeah, so we 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 have watched Slammiversary. Mm. Um which seems to be the only Impact pay-per-view I will watch because that was I watched last year's as well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's that was true. Good because uh, Kenny Omega was on it. Um, now, here's it. Right, so we'll, we'll, we'll start there. They had a pre-show. Um, and here's a, like, a question I'll put to you because you, you watch Impact regularly. You watch every week, don't yes. you? Right, so yes. last year, main event, Slammiversary, Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega for the impact title this year pre-show no, no it was it was it was um sammy callahan and kenny omega oh was it where was the rich one well, well anyway that happened. rich one happened at rebellion yes sorry sorry at one point yes he did it was around that time and point being rich one was their big champion and he was fighting kenny omega this year he's in the pre-show mm-hmm. fighting for fighting brian myers for the digital media championship is yes. that a real fucking fall from grace, or am I just reading too much into that? To be honest, there's there's been a whole big fun. Well, I won't say fun, but there's been a whole big thing behind this digital media championship. The story actually's been really, really good because this was um, this was put together uh, for to try and promote wrestling for free. So this they will never defend this championship on TV because it's supposed to be you know media only. So mm. they've always said that this is like the this is like the title for like uh, free shows and YouTube and things like Th- that. This is what Dark needs. This is what AEW Dark needs. It needs one of these. Fuck yeah! Holy shit! There you go. There's the, there you go. Tony Khan. We know you listen to us. Kind of steal this idea from Impact, and or you could maybe even work <laughs> with Impact title. and bring the digital just take, media. Just take the title. 
um, but yeah, th- th- there's actually a really cool story behind this. It was Matt Cardona. Um, he was talking, you know, that he always calls himself the champion of the, or the internet champion and things. Yeah. Um, they, so Scott Demore came up with this idea of, uh, you know, we'll do a digital media championship. And he was, all right, this is my title. I'm going to get this. And the first ever digital media champion was actually Jordan Grace. She beat Cardona in the final of this big tournament. And mm-hmm. he's sort of been furious ever since. And he feuded with her for a good while. And then Brian Myers has cheated to get it off her. So Cardona's happy with this. He's all, yeah, yeah, my broski's got the title. It's back where it belongs and all. So there is this whole big thing to try and get the title off Brian Myers because he's he's, he's not really doing it for himself. He's doing it just to keep Cardona happy. And everyone's like trying to get this off him. So it is a pretty cool sort of free, like they'll, like they'll never put it on, you know, they'll, 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 they'll you know, uh, promote matches for it on TV, but the matches will always be on like pre-shows or YouTube shows and things like that. So that is, it's not like a big fall from grace. It's just this cool sort of story he's doing with uh, hey. Brian Myers. No, that's fair enough. Um, mm. I hear it was a good match because I haven't watched it. The pre-show it, was, it was decent. Oh, um, the, the pre-show was weird. Like this crowd, it's a tiny wee crowd because it's just in the, what do you call this? The asylum. The, the asylum in uh, Nashville. Um, it's mm-hmm. one of those small crowds, but every one of them is diehard crazy fan, and they're going absolutely yep. fucking nuts. Um, yeah, it uh, it was uh, a, a a decent wee match. Who the fuck won this again? <laughs> I think it was Brian Myers kept up, but they were saying something about him not being the actual champion, and I guess that's uh, to do what yeah, they were saying. This is the whole thing. Then, uh, <laughs> uh, so. Here's the and then thing. you watched the reverse battle royale as well. Yeah, this is what I was really interested in. Um, this is what I came <laughs> for was the reverse battle royale because I only discovered that this existed at all recently. Um, so the Impact back when it was TNA has a bit of a, well, shall we say, reputation for trying to reinvent the wheel and do really yeah. <laughs> convoluted matches to do something different. But then it's like kind of hard to follow for everyone, so... I think the only one that really worked was the Ultimate X. Let's be honest. Ultimate X is pretty easy to understand, though. It's like the belts in there mm-hmm. suspended by two ropes in the shape of an X. Get it? Like a ladder yep. match, but you have no ladder, mm-hmm. so you have to go across. That's mm-hmm. easy. That's e- this. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody starts outside the ring. You have to fight your way into the ring going over the top rope, which is very silly to begin with first eight people into the ring then have to fight each other throw each other out of the ring until there's two left and then either one of them wins by pinfall or submission and i will say this one suffered from the other ones i've watched whereas like sometimes you'll get a guy standing on the apron looking about him with no one trying to stop him he's like i can't i i can't get in though i better jump off the apron yep. and it's like why have you done this <laughs> um and the the li- there's a lineup of people I don't <laughs> like a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'll, re- I'll read you out the um, who was in it. So Steve Macklin, uh, uh, Chris Ray. Bay, know him, Shara, Ray. or Shara. Yep. Uh, B- oh, Jesus, I can't say that name. Bupinder Gujar. Oh yeah, right. Yep, yep. Johnny Swinger, <laughs> of course. Uh, Zicky Dice. <laughs> so, okay i'll take that reaction as you know who that is then. yep he's johnny david, swinger's protege uh david young uh rise right. rise singh yep shogun uh oh, fucking hell <laughs> action mike uh jackson 
uh, Chase Stevens, uh, fucking Shark yeah. Boy, and Slash, who Frank you were, Curry Man wasn't there. I <laughs> right enough. Uh, and a guy called Slash, who you're saying used to be called something else, but he was Abyss's brother, and he was he was brought out to the Mel ring Mertes. by by oh shit, I forgot his name. James Mitchell. James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, this this was just fucking a load of fun but this crowd was hot for it they were 100% behind shark boy all the fucking way um <laughs> action mike jackson uh, is like 90 years old and is in yep. better shape than most of us yep <laughs> that, that really i am the, like he's legitimately 72 years old and he is in really good yep. shape and he did a thing yep. where he stood up on the guardrail and walked it all the way around the ring um and some arsehole had his fifty thousand belt collection hung over the fucking uh guardrail had he wait for him to move all his belts who brings that many belts i don't even understand why you bring one belt but why you bring your entire belt collection to a wrestling show i know it always seems i'm not i'm not really funny like when we went and seen uh uh tna in manchester like 2016 there was a guy at the front row had all his belts and i remember sort of going you're not going home with all of them something's getting nicked you should you should have been the one to do it serve some fucking right and half drunk (laughs) you you in belfast you should have grabbed one and just fucked it in the river like like stone cold steve austin just fuck that belt in the river (laughs) and just go oh hell yeah and then walk away (laughs) or or Oh, shell, yeah. <laughs> His music uh, still sounds like uh, Stone Colds as well. Yeah. He, he, he says himself, he literally did it for a laugh, and it just, some reason, the fans fucking loved it. Obviously, because it was just so ridiculous. Well, it, it worked out because uh, this thing came down to Johnny Swinger and Shark Boy, and Shark Boy wins the thing, and the crowd goes <laughs> fucking nuts for him. Should, uh. <laughs> <laughs> push, I love the fact to give down the swinger and shark boy. Like some of the names you give there to start were legit proper like big names in impact. Like Steve Macklin especially. He's like mm. this maniac military guy and, and Chris Bay. I uh, Chris Bay, fucking bullet club Chris Bay. And it came down to Johnny Swinger and Shark Boy. <laughs> but as you say, the fans ended up impact we're having a bit of a, a laugh yeah. at their own history and Aye, that's what that's what's all about yeah it's like i know we've done this dumb shit but let's let's like it is dumb shit but we can have fun with um Aye. um so on to the show proper um mm. as is tradition starting with ultimate x match for the x division as i mentioned there's like a ladder match with no ladders you have to shimmy your way mm. across ropes x ships and above the ring grab that belt uh, so, who have you got? This one, you have... Uh, you had... Ace Austin was the champ. Uh, f- uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, we have uh, Baseball it, Mike Bailey. Yes, uh, Alex oh, Zane, um, Kenny King. Mm-hmm. We did not have Jack Evans. No. He was supposed to be in this. Did he get replaced or something else? He, yes, he got replaced by Andrew Everett. Andrew. Uh, Mike Bailey, and then Trey Miguel, writer Trey. Um, mm. He is so good. That's a good list of names to have in an Ultimate X match. Um, I, think, right. I think that this lived up to the uh, the, the precedent set by mm-hmm. Ultimate X. Now, I'm not a, a massive TNA fan, but I like I know about the X Division. I know what that means. It's probably, it probably is their biggest contribution to wrestling. 
I would yep. say, um, because it just highlights the smaller guys can do athletic stuff. Um, I know it's a different mm-hmm. world now where you can be a smaller guy and get to the top anyway, but it's it's good to still have these crazy matches um, and some absolute nuts spots. Well, the, there was three of them hanging off the, the rope at once and your guy Mike Bailey doing the, the kicks yep. still. It was really <laughs> impressive. He's going to be a big deal. Yeah, and he wins this. Yep. Him and his no shoe. <laughs> He'll learn the hard way. Yeah, yep. Everyone does. Everyone does. Um, there's that big ass tower of doom spot as well. Ah, Jesus, that was that was a bit crazy. Who was it? That was like, nah, <laughs> who who should have been at the top? Uh, um, and then he and jumped that, off and done the crazy Canadian, sure. Oh, I the big massive Canadian destroyer off the top rope. Um, uh, yeah, so Bailey wins. Uh, th- this uh, and then after this week, uh, is this our first video message? Um, yes, from Sting saying how from important. Sting. Um, how important TNA was in his career talking about the Joker thing mm. I didn't know what he was on about I was <laughs> half surprised he didn't come in to Ultimate X and beat everyone up <laughs> immediately immediately <laughs> cash in the belt and become champion that night <laughs> would you be surprised no like, if Sting had a came in and, and clashed that in poor Josh Alexander would just shit the bags there and then <laughs> Sure, nothing works. I don't mean no sells around. Um, so we had the Knockouts Tag Team Championship match, uh, the women's tag titles, Taya Valkyrie uh, and Rosemary versus The Influence, which Tenille... Madison Rain and Tenille Dashwood. Um, or good match. The, this pay-per-view were all like... Um, mm. We get to... Their women's wrestling is really good. As someone who watches mm-hmm. AEW ever... Not to say what we see in AEW isn't really good, it is. It's just there seems to be a lot more yeah. of it on an impact. You get more of it. Yep. Um, Plus you had... like I know you're... You, we were both, in, were both in agreement that Tennille is okay, but... Mm. Um, I'm a big fan of Taya, and I'm a huge fan of Rosemary. And Madison Rain, you know, fair play, they're still going after all these years, considering she was kind of at the tail end of that, you know, the Attitude Women's era to actually be coming in and be a proper wrestler. She was at yeah. the tail end of that. Um, but I thought the match was just a really good... It's a good hard-hitting match, especially with Taya. She has no qualms laying that shit in, so she doesn't... Um, there was that really nasty, uh, well, I say nasty, obviously it was Ty, she makes it look just snug, where she threw your woman up in the air and just caught her with a knee in the face, and it just mm. looked so snug, so it did. <laughs> yeah, and Rosemary and Ty come out on top on this one, the new, new tag team champions, yeah, good, good, good match. Yeah, I'd love to see Rosemary and AW, and, or Ty Valkyrie for that mm. matter. Yep, <clears throat> yep. I'm trying to think, was there another video between... How many videos were there? There, there was a video, because if I'm not mistaken, was the next match Callahan and Moose? It was. Uh, the was, video was, it, was literally, it was like a history of the monster's ball. And explaining, oh, right, right. Explaining, oh, basically, it was about Abyss. They, they obviously didn't get a message from him, but they talked about him. It's strange. I wonder did they ask, because, you know, I may as well say it now. They, they got, um, fuck, what is with me with names right now? Uh, they got AJ. Mm-hmm. And Kurt. Well, AJ is a current active wrestler in WWE, so... Uh, is Kurt not... A, is he not... Well, no, he's not no, active, no, no, but is no, he not fell Kurt, under... No, no, Kurt doesn't work there. Oh, right, 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 right. He said recently he was offered a 10-match deal uh, with AEW that he turned down, and I'm glad he did. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that man I, needs to... 
He's at, I wouldn't do it because I couldn't be the Kurt Angle I used to be. I'm not that guy anymore. Mm. So uh, I, exactly. I, I, I agree. Yep. Man, that man has earned his retirement. Tony Khan's his Christ. Um, yeah, the Monsters Ball match. So <laughs> th- this seems to be, it's just a no holds barred match where everyone, the, the two people in it get locked in a dark room for 24 hours beforehand. <laughs> Yes, that's the story behind the match. With no air, uh, according to commentary, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, that's a bit mad. We're going <laughs> to murder these two. <laughs> Again, this was pretty fun. This was good. Uh, it was moose. It and was you see good. The, do you see what I'm saying, though? He, you, you can definitely tell he's cleaned up a bit in the ring. Mm. Aye, there was nothing. Like, it, it is a no-holds-bar match, so it's mostly just, you know, run into object A. Get hit mm. with but normally beam. that's that's not Moose's forte at all, hey. Mm. Maybe he's found. I suppose mm, maybe he's found his calling. But I suppose when you're in there with Sammy as well, who is so used to this, you can just expect him to lead the match and go right. We'll do this and this and this. Get ready for this. The spot with the bin was still incredible. I think that's one of the best spots I I've that. seen in a good long time. Like the spear, Sammy just turn around with a bin and, and catch him Moose amid spear, so he's in the bin. <laughs> And then sets it up so his legs are just uh, poking out. It's like something out of a Simpsons cartoon. (laughs) The fucking powerbomb off the top rope onto the bin as well. Oh, Oh, The bin's sitting up vertically, so it's the bottom of the bin Mm. facing up. And (laughs) Moose getting powerbombed on it. That's a fucking Darby Allen spot there. And this is like a giant of a man doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Great stuff. Uh, Callahan wins. Uh, Yeah, that 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 was fun. Um, so I'm trying to. I can't remember, but may as well say like, yeah, Kurt Angle sent in of it. AJ. Um, was there any other video like messages? I think that was it, wasn't it? Sting, I think it was Kurt video Angle. messages because we had a and AJ. AJ. Um, we had another person who showed up in person who shouldn't have bothered to be honest. Yes. Um, Impact World Tag Team Champions. Uh, the Prescos versus the Good Brawlers. Not a good match. Brilliant uh, match was like what you expect out of the Briscoes, fucking fast-paced and stiff as fuck. Yeah. Uh, then you get Anderson and Gallows giving it back just as... Um, and they actually win, which I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting. Um, I know I don't... I was not expecting that myself. But uh, it, uh, it seems to be the Briscoes haven't been champions that long. Nope. They only won it back at the last pay-per-view mm. at Rebellion. They took it off uh, Violent by Design. So... And it's not like Impact that normally do that. They they hold on to their tag champs for a good while. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, is the match deal done with the Briscoe? Could be. Well, was that the where they just signed for a certain number of matches? The way I don't worked? think they were actually signed. Signed. I think they were sort of given so many appearances. Right. Right. I think they done well. So Scott, the more might keep them on, or maybe negotiations going on. I don't know. Maybe they yeah. want to do something else. <laughs> I don't think they're. They're likely to get signed to, the, to AEW based on their past. Yeah. And yeah. like the TVDs at AEW, the, some of the stuff they've said in the past is fucking bad. Mm. Eh? Um, yep. But after after that match, we get like sort of, you know, both teams squaring up to each other and then out comes fucking James Storm and uh, Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Jim Storm looking really well. Chris Harris, not so much. <laughs> well, at least they weren't coming out going, oh, we're challenging next. It was just like, aye, right, tag uh, team wrestling. Let's all have a beer. Yay. Uh, <laughs> That's all it was, really. Um, yep. Yeah. Watch your backs, good brothers. FTRs collecting belts. <laughs> uh, that could they're, be a hell of a shout, though. It's going to be two. They're, they're going to need some. They're going to need designated belt carriers <laughs> soon. 
because um, after that, you had another video package for Mike Tanay and Don West. Um, Don oh, West right. is currently battling lymphoma. Um, they plug his uh, GoFundMe uh, ah. to help uh, fund this treatment. Yay, America! You can actually see, I guess, the two. Um, you can actually see the two commentators, Rimwald and oh, fuck, I the guy's uh, name. Um, they were genuinely getting very emotional during it. Hannafin. Yes. Aye. Um, his name was something very different in WWE. It's like Tom something. Right. I can't, can't remember. It was like really generic name they gave him. Is he the guy oh, that was really tall and he always had to like stand next to the wrestlers? He had to like do the splits so he wouldn't be as tall as them? Maybe. <laughs> uh, it does say he's six foot here. Um, he was called Tom Phillips in WWE. Tom Phillips. Yeah, he used to like, he wasn't... <laughs> allowed to be as tall or taller than the wrestler so he had to like do like a really wide stance just to take off those couple of <laughs> inches so he'd be shorter because you know like he'd be sitting interviewing aj styles and aj styles like we're like five foot nine or something it's like you can't be uh, taller than a wrestler don't be stupid <laughs> um a lot of people didn't like don uh don west as a as a commentator, I thought he was fucking great back in the day. He just had that great voice for when crazy stuff was happening. I'm not really... I like, enjoyed I, it. I, uh, as I say, I never watched much TNA, but um, Mike Tanay in WCW, when they would bring him out to mm-hmm. call the, the lucha matches, like the cruiserweight matches, it was always great. Yep. He was fucking brilliant. Knew them. It's very like Excalibur. Just knew everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's why they call him the professor. Uh not of professional wrestling, just the professor. So Serena Deep, don't get angry and go <laughs> Mike Tanay in half, please. Um, so next up was a 10-man tag match uh, with a bunch of ex-Ring of Honor guys versus a bunch of Impact Wrestling originals. Uh, well, uh, aye, we were told originals. Except for one. At one point we thought, aye, we thought at one point Dixie Carter was going to be the original. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the other visit they got at the start of this one. Uh, so you got one man me. on the original side, and here comes Dixie Carter. It's like, you nearly killed them. You're one of the reasons they nearly died. Uh, Why is everyone cheering for her? Boo the fuck out of her. I know. Uh, are these are these definitely. Her go. Can you remember when uh, Bully Ray powerbombed her through the table and you all loved it because she was yep. like killing the company? Uh, uh, uh. So on the impact side, you got. Nick Aldis, the Motor City Machine Guns, Frankie Kazarian. Then they add in this Davy Richards boy. Um, yeah. I, I like Davy Richards, but he is not an Impact original. Far fucking from it. No, but he ex-tag yes. partner of the Eddie leader Edwards. of Honor No More, Eddie Edwards, who turned his back on Impact. Yes, so I see the reason for it, but... Um, the, the big thing was though, these two have never actually wrestled against each other. Well, not on TV at least, or pay-per-view or anything. They may have done wee sort of indie shows behind closed doors or something, but they've never actually went head-to-head ever before. So this was actually a big fucking deal. Mm. I, I can see the, the occasion. And you also have Matt Tavern, Mike Bennett, uh, Vincent, and PCO. So, uh, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it Ring of Honor A-listers. No. Wouldn't call it a Ring of Honor no. job squad either, though. No, no. Uh, Mid-Carders versus some more Mid-Carders. Uh, PCO, uh, PCO was Ring of Honor champion for some reason. Um, I love him. I, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. He, he, he's like a you know, this old Frankenstein monster gimmick. Yeah, he can't be killed, basically. Uh, this is a this is an fantastic match, Really fun. Um, it was five. 
it was just sort of rules like, went out the window immediately. <laughs> fuck the rules. We're gonna do a bunch of nostalgia stuff. You had Scott the Moore on the on the commentary desk, <laughs> decked out in cat, Canadian everything. <laughs> um, we got run in from D'Lo Brown. <laughs> Technically, the Impact guys were cheating left, right, and center. Oh, I. <laughs> and they're supposed to be the good guys. We had Frankie Kazarian's wife in there. That's right. Just uh, and then um, the referee Dave Hebner got knocked out. Uh, so in in comes Earl Hebner to to count the win for the the originals. <laughs> it's like uh, rules. Who gives a fuck? Jr. would have hated that. Uh, uh. Thing I absolutely love though, right? Dino, you know, no one has mentioned. I get that it was a bit of the history and all, but no one's mentioned aces and eights in nearly a decade. And here comes Dino tearing out in his aces and eights fucking outfit as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bunch of references wrapped up in a wrestle match. Very good. <laughs> as you say, it was was really good fun. Uh, on to another uh, very convoluted but very good match. Uh, <laughs> Queen of the Mountain match uh, for the knockouts. <laughs> championship Brilliant. it was really good and because a ladder match just don't cut it in impact <laughs> i guess i try, try and explain the rules to this one so the belt is held by a neutral party and this uh, one it was mickey james and she is not fucking neutral special unfortunate no. on the belt she was definitely showing fucking favorites here um uh, so what the uh, the opponents have to do to become eligible to win, they have to pin or submit someone. If uh, at that point they become eligible to win and whoever got pinned or submitted goes into a penalty box for two minutes. If the person that is now eligible has to take the belt from Mickey James, climb a ladder and hang the belt above the ring, it's like a reverse Ladder match, what is up with mm-hmm. them re- just reversing normal-ass matches? <laughs> uh, but, th- but this thing was fucking... Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy, crazy match. Um, you had five of Impact's best female wrestlers in the ring, so you knew it was going to be fucking brilliant, too. Yeah, Donna Perrazzo, Chelsea Green, uh and Grace, Mia Yim, and the champion, Tasha. That's high-caliber female wrestling right there, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Impact has such a strong wolf division. Such a strong wolf. <clears throat> and the only thing the... was, per, per I... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I wasn't going to say it. It was just clear in my throat. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just going to say, um, uh, per Chelsea Green had no chance of winning because we were talking about Mickey James earlier. And at one point, she literally had the ring to herself, had the or was asking for the belt. And Mickey James ran in and clocked her with it instead. <laughs> just clocked her with it and then threw it to me and him and i was like hang on what the fuck uh, yeah um <laughs> the thing was though obviously mickey james is a face but as you say the crowd were just that fucking hot anything could have been happening and they would have cheered it so instead of sort of going hey what the hell does i know or chelsea green is a sort of heel but to just run in and clock someone with a belt of it well, it's very heelish, but I uh, crowd were loving it. And then obviously Mia Yim went for it, but she didn't get it either because then Big Jordan Grace came in and just started cleaning the house. Yeah. We also got that big fucking table spot. Uh, Mia Yim, Green, and Perazzo off a ladder to the outside mm. um, through the tables. Uh, like good. Um, mm. Is that a weird bit as well where um, Jordana Grace and, and Steel just pin Mia Yim at the same time and it counts for both of them? Even though. That's it right, was, there they were arguing. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Jordiana Grace did the move and had pinned and the stage yes. just jumps on top uh, of yep. Jordiana Grace and it's like, hold on. Um, yeah, so Jordiana Grace wins this one. New Knockouts champion. Uh, looking at her, you'd be like, aye, that's believable because yep. that woman is a tank. Yes. Uh, and you have a theory. I do have a theory um, that before this year is over, uh, she will be heavyweight champion. They had this great story planned uh, with uh, Tessa Blanchard. Obviously, that didn't go to plan because shit went south with Tessa. And I think Scott the Moors went, you know what? We're not going to waste this great story. And if anyone else could do it, it'll be Jordan Grace. She will... Like, you've, you know yourself, man, she legit could... Like, you would not... You, you wouldn't feel sort of like, oh, there's no way that she shouldn't be able to beat, um, or let's say like Josh Alexander at the moment is current champion. Uh, there's You could literally see a fantastic match between her and Josh Alexander, and you wouldn't begrudge yeah. her beating Josh Alexander. No, no she, I, she, she would have been a very believable woman's world, not a woman who would be the, like the impact world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mama Pump. Like Mama Pump. I love her music as well. But she's got <laughs> the, siren. the siren. All she's missing is the chain mail. <clears throat> she give her a mouth. Wonder what her like. Yeah. Ah, we're just thinking of the same thing. <laughs> and then we have our main event: Josh Alexander versus Eric Young for the Impact World Championship. Um, this was brilliant. It was another fantastic. Um, Great first defense for Josh as well, because someone as experienced as EY can. Put on a fantastic match, look like a threat, but also just make Josh look fantastic. He can do all three things at the same time. And there was a couple of fucking fantastic near falls as well. Um, with with the, you're almost, you're, I was almost there. I was like, holy shit, they're not giving this to EY, are they? And then it was just, Josh is so good at that last second kick out. And mm. uh, again, I love EY's elbow drop. Second best elbow drop in the business, definitely. Um, but yeah. Fantastic, but and then all hell was breaking. It was at the end; they were tearing up the side of the ring and everything. Yeah, this wasn't no DQ, was it? <laughs> it wasn't no DQ, but um, he technically hadn't broken any rules. He hadn't done anything to Josh. He was just tearing up the side of the ring because Josh kept kicking out of everything. Yeah, yeah, true. There's no rules; so you can't wreck a place. <laughs> um, it was very good. I love the way Josh Alexander was throwing in all the wee moves, all the wee references, doing all oh, like. Ten. Uh, the different moves that uh, old mm. impact legend you would say do. Um, you know, we, we we saw a black hole slam. We saw the best moonsault ever. Um, we saw an ankle lock. I don't know. Does, does Alexander do an ankle lock anyway? Uh, it doesn't usually grip find it like Angle does. It normally right. keeps standing. So, um, and of course, he did a styles clash at one stage. Yes, a styles clash as well. Uh, it's, it's just really good, really cool way to mark the the moment. Um, and it mm. was already already a fantastic match. Um, uh, what was the the yellow powder that the ref got thrown? <laughs> because at one point, the your man Diener yes. um, throws the yellow powder in Brian Hedner's eyes. Uh, it's, it's obviously, uh, I, I don't know what it actually was, but the thing, uh, Violent by Design's flag is black and yellow, so I'm guessing it was to right. associate with that. But then if you're the referee, you're going to go, wait a minute, this is yellow. <laughs> you blinded me, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, also, to, but uh, like, oh, okay, um... Uh, Josh Alexander had 
uh, EY in an ankle lock. Wasn't it an ankle lock mm. he had on? Uh, and it looked like he yep. was about to tap out until someone threw powder in my eyes. I wonder what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Josh Alexander is definitely like main event guy, just a fucking killer. How he, he just uh, he comes across as a badass. Then you got EY, yep. and uh, it's like you look back in his career, it's hard to believe that's the same guy mm. who'd be running around with a bleach Aye. blonde hair act in a fucking Egypt. Uh, and now Aye. he's just he's a scary fucker. <laughs> it's, it's his voice makes him as well. I love Aye. his promos when he. When, when he starts quiet and then starts building and building and building, he's I. I'm he's got he's got lo- that sort of Pullman voice style. Where it's like, you mm. know, did did, it, did he have some something wrong with sort of like Pullman? But then it gave him that raspy voice that that just works. I Is think that the so. Same thing. I think so. Right, because when he first started, it didn't sound like it, it, there was something there, but he's it, it wasn't the same. 100 full on raspiness he has now so i think whatever he had just developed over time but he he's using it and it's, it's brilliant oh there was one other thing reference to to tna past that we forgot about ey hits mm-hmm. josh alexander with a fucking guitar oh of course he got the guitar <laughs> he wheeled him in the head with a guitar <laughs> that's right when the ref was blind uh, all, hell, wait, all hell really did break was didn't uh, it <laughs> and joe Doring took an angle slam off the the side of the ring and the, that's uh, right table. that's right he had a useless lump next challenger i'll <laughs> so, be for uh, one of their wee specials just well that was all anniversary. All, very good very good good show um nice nice we warm up to before watching forbidden door mm. um and speaking of forbidden board let's get on to that gee this pay-per-view was fucking cursed. It really was. Cursed. With CM Punk injured, he's out. Brian Danielson injured, he's out. Um, then we were supposed to have uh, Ishii in the the final for the the All Atlantic Championship. Mm-hmm. He gets injured, he's out. Um, then we're supposed to have uh, Hiromu uh, Takahashi in the dude cool dudes with, dudes with attitude <laughs> versus Bullet Club. Mm. He, he well, he doesn't get any. He comes down with a fever, so he's out. That that turns in from a eight man to uh, to a trios. Uh, just a lot of injuries, uh, and then uh, there's talk of like Adam Cole wasn't a hundred percent going in. Um, now, a couple of well, well, one thing we should probably say before jumping into this is because um, Danielson was injured, we had Sax Saber Junior had challenged uh, Danielson on. Uh, Dynamite, Danielson came out, broke the bad news, because I'm not going to be there, mm. uh, and then said, uh, I've got a replacement, and it's he's going to be fucking amazing, and I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, I like the way he did that. He's like, guys, I give it to the bad guy tunnel. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Don't be stupid. And promises everyone that this is still going to be a great technical match. Um, and uh, yeah, that took everyone to trying to guess who this was um the two front runners being cesaro and johnny gargano mm. um but we'll get to that in a second. uh so let's start with a pre-show here because some <laughs> some good shit on this pre-show um Hi. this, this stuff was not the, see if i was there see the way that like there's still people filing in in the middle of the pre-show i'd be pissed mm. if i missed some of this um Start out with uh, Hiroki goto and yoshihashi versus Aaron solo and qt marshall 
goddamn QT is one of the best heels in the fucking business. Aye. <laughs> and you cannot convince me otherwise. The guy gets heat like no other. I don't mean like Sammy Guevara cheap fucking I'm a scumbag heat. I mean, nah, I'm just going to wind everybody up. He, he's so fucking good at it. You paid for a ticket, fat ass. Amazing. Yeah. So these, um, these guys had a really good match. Uh, it was a good sort of introduction to Hiroki Goto and Yoshi Well, that going by this crowd who are fucking so hot for everything, they know who yep. these guys are. This is a bunch of New Japan fans. 100%. Yep. Yeah, Yoshashi Goto. Another very hot crowd. So Hiroki Go, uh, Goto is the, the the guy Tanahashi had to beat to challenge for the interim title for no reason. And you can see what I mean by, like, there was no way in hell you were ever winning that. He's just not... Hi. Like, he's grand, he's good. Well, he's better than grand, he's good, but he's not like a main event guy. Nah, I know what you mean. Uh, Lance Archer versus Nick Camarado. Nick getting on Aye, this... There was, was there something... Was this match meant to be something else? Um, I just thought it was supposed to be two big bastards beating the shit at each other, which is to end up being. Yeah, uh, okay. I, th- I thought there was something more to this. Maybe it's just thinking incorrect. I, d- I don't remember any sort of setup for it. Um, I say Archer oh, is, uh, he's representing uh, Suzuki-gun here, not mm. AEW, because uh, pretty much all these matches, the exception of one, New Japan versus AEW, um... So, yeah, yeah, Lance, Lance Archer on the Suzuki Gun side, Comrade on the AEW side. Archer wins this one. Yes, that's 2 0 to New Japan. And we never totaled up <laughs> to see who technically won, quote unquote. I, uh, we didn't. I know they weren't really counting, but like New Japan has done a pay per view before with Ring of Honor, but it was always, or here's a Ring of Honor match and here's a New Japan match. There's never been like a co booked card where it's all crossover. Mm. That's a very different thing. Whereas the Ring of Honor stuff, I was like, take, you've got five matches and you've got five matches and there's no crossover there. It's just, it's all on the same show. Whereas this is a proper weed, like you had to have Tony Khan working with, uh, with Ghetto over in New Japan to decide who wins what and what goes on where. And you know how people can get fucking very, uh, mm. what's the word? Like fucking RC about, oh, make our guys look strong. Um, next up, uh, this is a big pre-show, by the way, or buy-in. Uh, Swerving Her Glory, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland versus uh, El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kenimaru from Suzuki Gun. Good. Um, another really good match. Uh, it's good Good to get Keith Lee and Swerve on the card, even because they didn't have any mm-hmm. run-ins with any of the Japanese guys because they're doing their stuff with each other <laughs> and Hobbs and mm. Starks. Um... We got a wee promo from Starks after the match as well. Yeah. It looked like uh, Keith Lee and Swerve were ignoring him and just walking away. Because <laughs> they're way up a ramp. And he's talking shit. He's like, you call yourselves the best tag team. You haven't even beat us. It's like, what? what do they call them? Broke-ass Uncle Phil. <laughs> Broke-ass. Broke-ass Phil Banks. That broke-ass Phil Banks. That was fucking brilliant. Um, oh, we should we should point out that the commentary team as well was perfectly picked for this pay per view. Oh yeah, it was like the best you could have hoped for with Excalibur, Kevin Kelly from the New Japan side, and then Taz in there for the yeah. That was best best the combination, best, best combination you could yep. have come up with. And then to finish out our buy in, we got the Gun Club, <laughs> Billy Austin and Colton uh, with Max Caster. You know you have to. Um, versus a bunch of 
young boys. Uh, Alex Col- Colgan, Kevin Knight, the DKC, uh, you know, the guy Hook fucked up, and Yuya... Yep. <laughs> Uemura. Um, this was all about the entrance. This was just a squash match. For the, uh, so we get the usual uh, acclaimed entrance, and we think we're done. And then up on the, the video, we get the man himself, Dan Housen, <laughs> who has a special surprise. And oh, fuck. Debuts the Ass Boys' <laughs> new music. <laughs> I don't know. The fuck, the crowd loved this shit. Like they were oh, losing their minds. It was brilliant. Um, so th- this is the... Uh, I think Dan Housen knows this band. and it, it was a couple of months ago. It was before Dan Housen was signed, wasn't it? Uh, yep. When he first did sort of the, the Ass Boys thing and looks and that. Um, and they did this new entrance music, Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. I'm pretty sure I played it on here. I'm pretty sure we have. It's oh, it's a it's a built and weed tune as well. It is. It gets thing. in your head I, and will not get out. Um, they just start using. They they, oh, they they have to, or there has to be a match where like if Danhausen wins, they they use the music from now on or something. I don't know. Obviously, this is leading into a a ass boys versus Hookhausen feud, but mm. or either or it is just here. It's a pay per view. Let's have a bit of crack. I don't know, but either way, Colton and uh, Austin run off and this turns into a two on four match yeah and Billy Gunn just wrecks everybody <laughs> <laughs> just f- fucking destroys all four of them tags in Mas- Ca- Max Caster he does the elbow drop one two three <laughs> yep to be fair the four guys combined were maybe just about the size of Billy Gunn <laughs> Jesus he's nice. so we get that that was just a pre-show hmm <laughs> Get into the real show. Uh, open it up with our trios tag: Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino, Son of Redshu, and Wheeler Yuta versus Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Fucking Suzuki. Um, <laughs> fuck, Wheeler Yuta is over. The crowd yep. were so behind him. Um, and Shota, and Eddie, yep, and Suzuki. Sammy, yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> anytime he did anything, they booed the fuck. Um, yeah, like you to just taking it to us as well. Suzuki looked like mm. he wasn't even bored about a match. He was just like f- fucking fighting whoever was in front of him, and he just wandered uh, about. No choppy. Him and Eddie doing the the chops was very good. Oh, boy, look. Um, Eddie tried to do the machine gun chops on him, and it just him just like nah. <laughs> I, I love the fight. He's- does the slow down, like Eddie starts to realize it ain't working, he does the sort of the whole slowdown bit, like, oh shit. <laughs> Oops, I have fucked you up. You done fucked up. <laughs> um, Brilliant match. Yeah, there was a wee t- moment during this match I got very, very chuffed with, though, for, forgive me for jumping in, but obviously um, we were watching this pay-per-view with my nephew, who, uh, he wants to get into wrestling, but none of his mates are, so obviously he joined us, and there was just a point when he was watching the match, and he goes, holy shit, Suzuki is the man. I just went, yes, Kiefer, you get it. You fucking get it. I would just say his friends are fucking idiots. Yes. His <laughs> friends are chumps if Stup- I can't get into wrestling. Stupid idiots. <laughs> and they got fat asses. Bunch of jobbers. Bunch of fucking jobbers. Yeah, I get a really cool looking thing. Um, uh, Umino did the, the tornado DDT into the brain buster. Never seen that before. Oh, that, was, that was cool as fuck. Um, and then Jericho and a callback to when uh, Umino was a, a young uh, young lion and and Jericho over in New Japan attacked his dad who is the 
very famous referee red shoes uh, and puts him in the line teamer he did that again but eventually jericho does get umino with the judas effect for the win um obviously this is building up to blood and guts this week um, mm. who's winning <laughs> very good uh, great match probably not much umino that has there's there's something to him I think he's yep. New Japan's next Tanahashi, to be honest, after see, just seeing this one thing and how, you, I know this crowd's very fucking hot, but he just, he, he has the He grabs our attention. Yes, yes, Aye. 100%. He's very much like, um, what do you call him as well, Takeshita? You know, th- that's another guy who's just very good yes. at grabbing the crowd's attention. Yes, yes, he is. Um, uh, Takeshita actually reminds me of Okada, or as Umino uh, reminds me of Tanahashi for some Tanahashi. reason. Uh, mm. Triple threat tag team. Winner takes all. Oh, except this was the match I was looking forward to. Except don't mention the Triple H. They don't exist. For- oh yeah, yeah. Um, for- <laughs> Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, the IWGP Tag Team Championships, all on the line. Uh, FDR versus Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb from United Empire and Rapongi Vice. Um, yeah, this this was this was a cool match, and I don't know. Right, I'm assuming what happens in this was the plan because it was very yeah. much very early on dax gets hurts his shoulder uh he goes down outside the ring and then you see him being taken backstage by the medical team which is a weird thing to do if someone is injured and just continue in the match um mm. but anyway that then uh sets on everyone beating the living shit out of cash weeder for the next few months yep um he does have a good couple of sort of, you know, hope spots and things yes, like that. Yes, I think yeah. I think you were right in what you said that night and the fact that, you know, Dax has sort of become so well respected as a singles and poor Ed Cash hasn't really got the chance. This mm. was a chance to give Cash a moment to shine. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dax got to go over Cash and the, the, the Owen. Um, as, you know, with, and Dax has had amazing matches. Um, CM Punk. Uh, who else? What was the other Jungle Boys. Uh, um, so this is, just give Cash this 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 mm. moment where he, he gets to hold it together um, until we get the inevitable Dax coming out the shoulder all strapped up fucking heroes welcome um, and yeah FTR are now IWGP heavyweight champions yep and yes <laughs> give Great them matching. more give them more belts all the belts as we were. As we were alluding to earlier, it would be amazing if they just showed up on Impact and went, Hi, good brothers, uh, we want those belts. <laughs> we're here for your belts. There's nothing you can do about it. We're probably going to take them because we're FTR. Yep. Uh, um, they're, they're, they're so incredibly good. Um, and uh, Pongy Vice doing really well like uh, as, as well. I, I think Trent is one of the most underrated wrestlers on the AW roster, easily. Yep, 100%. Um, Rocky yep. Romero, also very underrated. The guy can do some crazy stuff. Um, Aye. His, his, uh, his hurricane run off top of the rope is beautiful. Um, and he, uh, Rocky, had a lot, a lot to do with putting this whole thing together, you know? He, I'm not he surprised. Was... I, know he's, I know he's a big guy in the, in the background of uh, New Japan. Yeah. And the guy wears an eye patch to the ring. Yep. Um, For some reason, we'll never understand, but fair fuck. I think the um, one he's wearing at, will, at, at the minute has a picture of himself on it, <laughs> which I, I appreciate. I will say, um, your man O'Can, I was actually thinking he was going to do a lot worse. Didn't embarrass um, himself. He, he kept it in there. Didn't embarrass he, himself. He, he sold some stuff really well. Yep, yep. Um, but 
I we we all kind of figured it would uh it was going to be FTR, but ah, uh, you know me, I, I I'm just happy seeing Jeff Cobb on TV, and he get he he got to do some of his cool shit, and that was me happy. Threw some boys about the place. He did threw some boys about the place, and then done his beautiful standing fucking shooting star or standing moonsault. I love that stand on moonsault. It's one of it's mm. still my favorite stand on moonsault because he, really, some boys sort of fold their legs up and then back out again. Like you would see, Cage would have done that very much. So when he was spinning, the knees would have come up and back out. Yeah, and I think like Luchasaurus that. sort of bends the knees as well. Where Cobb just seems to just—it's like somebody grabs his legs and spins them round for him, and he just spins, and that's it. You're landing with a, yeah, a belly full can, of Cobb in your face. He can he can spin fast enough where he doesn't have to do. Yeah. Or get enough height. Uh, Juice Robinson, ah, Jay White, much. backstage. Ah, yes. Just because just they wanted because. you. To, I think they wanted you to see Juice Robinson for some reason. Mm. Maybe the girl. Maybe something's gonna happen. And then the next match, uh, we're about to crown the very first All Atlantic Championship match. I think we had this one figured for who, who was ah. definitely winning <laughs> this as well. The moment this thing was announced, was like, oh, that's Pax. Um, now, we were supposed to have Ishii, we were replaced by Clark Connors, and uh, everyone's like, uh, who? Yeah. Who's that's, that's, that's a shitty trade-off. And mm. But this match was really well put together with the sole purpose of, at the end of it, you're going to know who Clark Connors is. Yep. Now, starting out, uh, fuck, Miro beats a shit out of him. <laughs> Everyone beats the shit out of him. Every, try, every time he tries to do something, he is shut down immediately. Uh, yeah. And then we get into that back half of the match. He just fuck. It was like, who set up the table? Uh, Miro. Or Miro. Um, and then Clark Connors just goes fucking nuts, puts Miro through the table and just starts suplexing everyone all over the place. Yep. And you're like, holy fuck. Uh almost wins uh the crowd start cheering for him it was such a yep. fucking uh, it was a really cool cool moment to see because i knew nothing about clark I, i'm pretty sure he's mostly on um new japan strong the u.s show which I, i've only seen a couple of episodes of it so he always part of the la dojo and to see mm. a guy go from nothing to star within the space of yeah. one match um and the three guys that helped it like uh, they uh, that's three good guys to be in there with uh, i was gonna with say if there's any three people that can elevate you it's gonna be pack black and miro but to have them all at the same time you, yeah. you know something special is gonna happen i uh, it was it was fantastic um but uh yeah we we eventually we get um we get miro putting pack into the game over which i don't think anyone has ever got out of nope never uh, Pac manages to get it's pulled back gets close in. to the rope and then Nero pulls him back in. Uh. Gets pulled back in. Um, <laughs> the Pack eventually gets gets out of that, pulls out a 450, um, gets Connors into the Brutalizer, and Connors immediately taps it. Pack wins. Everyone chants, you deserve it, because he yep. fucking does. He definitely does. Um, he is going to put some prestige on this title. Hey, I guarantee he holds on to this for fucking ages. That match put great prestige in that title. Like, like I love the mm-hmm. story of like they're like right, all right, we don't have Ishii. We got this. Let's let take this Clark Connors guy and tell this story in the where well, everyone's just overlooking him. Every time he does something, they just right get the fuck out of here. And then he just goes on this tear. Um, as the old saying goes, Pack went over, Clark Connors got over. Ah. Uh, 
Good shit. I, like from the moment the match started, like even when he was attacking Miro at the start, you just you felt for him because he's obviously having to look up to Miro and everything, and he's chopping and all the rest of it. And that's as you say, the second half when he started to finally get some running, the crowd just it, it was them getting behind him and chanting him and all that. When you went, this this is fucking this this is one of these amazing wrestling moments. Guy comes into a match, nobody knows him. By the time he leaves, the entire fucking arena is chanting his name. Mm, yeah. Was <laughs> um mm. so following that we have the young bucks and El Fantasmo was supposed to be Hikaleo as well but we lost um Hiromu Takahashi has accompanying the guys mm. versus the dudes with attitudes attitudes Darby <laughs> Allen Sting and Shingo Takagi a former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Shingo Takagi so guy is important yep nice legit brilliant as well. Eight years. I think he proved that with his title run. Era. I remember thinking, I was like, Shingo? Then he sort of like, just shot it right, but not fucking matches. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so this is a trios match. Uh, young Bucks come out in their Bullet Club gear. Got the Bullet mm. Club uh, Young Bucks symbol on them, um, which is a nice wee touch. Yep. Two sweets all over the place. Even the Bullet Club music and everything. Yeah. yeah. Now, I could not get past... <laughs> the sting yeah. stuff in this match <laughs> so and, and the match i just followed um yeah it, i know uh, so at one point we got sting just no selling double super all right the thing is right i i i have i am convinced now right so i don't, I don't want to go off track too much but i'm guessing you've yeah, caught up on this week's bte yes there was one point when the box were looking doing their wee sort of bit where they're talking and they're all we're getting to wrestle sting tonight for the first time how awesome is that I think, obviously, because, as as we were saying, people in Sting's generation were just like, you can be a wrestler because you're a big guy, whereas people who are the Bucks and that sort of generation, they've grown up watching and loving wrestling. So to us, it's like, ah, for fuck's sake, Sting's doing all this. But I guess to them, they're like, oh my God, we're in the ring with Sting, this is fucking amazing. So they're probably, <laughs> me and you are rolling our eyes at this, but the Bucks are probably in there thinking this is the best day of their fucking lives. I mean, so, you, you you grew up watching Sting as well. Like we're not. It's not like we're. Like, oh, I know. We're older than it's, most of it, those guys. Um, yeah, but they're in the ring doing it with him. I guarantee, if my fucking door knocked and Sting was standing on it, I would not give a shit what he did at Forbidden Door. I'd be like, Oh my god, it's Sting! <laughs> it, it, that's probably true, but that's like, the only thing I'm thinking of. I the, the fact that the crowd's so into it. So it's like, am I yeah, the only? Am I'm I totally the only the crowd one who's gets bored. I have, well, no, I have no nostalgia. Never, never watched as, WCW. Yeah. As we have said, though, there must be something when you're there and you're just caught up in it. I guarantee if you were there and it was all happening, you'd just be caught up with a crowd going mad as well. You wouldn't want to be... You, you probably wouldn't want to be the only wee grumpy no-pants going, ah, this no, is... What no. the fuck? i give him the old slow clap. i just be... <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think I'd be swept up in the moment. I'd be loving every minute. Oh, you of it. definitely would. I'm not, you fucking hundred yeah. percent would. I, I mean, I remember when we went down to Belfast for the WWE house show, and I, the, the 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 Dudleys had just left TNA, and I was all annoyed, going, "Oh, I'm gonna boo the Dudleys and all that." That the moment that music hit and they ran out, I was marking out like a fucker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's it. I know we we obviously. Look at the match and go, fuck's sake, Sting's no selling double super kicks and all this here. But until the he, fans he, start he sort re, of giving off about it. 
He reversed the BT trigger into a double scorpion deathlock. Yes, he did. So, what? Uh, he also kicked El Phantasma in the balls. He did. It's not right. <laughs> Say Sting. He's, he's... The thing is, though, the other two people, uh, Darby and Shingo, you're sort of like... Um, I, well, Shingo got to do some cool shit. Yeah, so Shingo did it. Uh, but So the only person that really didn't get to do much was poor old Darby. But again, I'm still thinking this is what they're doing. Like, Darby just gets completely overshadowed when Sting's around. He does. He and whenever does, Darby's I, I in singles, whenever he's in singles, he doesn't seem to win. At least he didn't do some mad fucking shit, you know? Yeah, yeah it was, no, it was Sting pre- did that at the start. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the start. I forgot about that, where it's like the lights go out and they look up at the, the rafters. I couldn't fucking see anything, by the way, up in the rafters. I don't know what there they were was, looking at. There was, I know there was a guy... There was a guy up mm. there in Sting makeup, and you're like, oh, he's up there, he's going to do the thing, and then the lights go out again, come on, and he's on top of the stage, and he jumps on everyone. <laughs> so he cheated there, too. Just, Sneak attack yeah, before I the I just feel when there's, the a, when there's a 64-year-old man diving at you, you're, more, you're not like, oh my god, it's Sting. You're like, holy shit, we need to stop this guy from killing himself. Shingo gets the, the finish in this. He, uh, in the next sense he for does. him, he puts away El Fantasmo, um, which keeps yes. everyone protected, because you can't for the love of fuck have Sting beaten your tag team champions <laughs> no you can't uh, Chris Jericho threw threw a fireball in his face after that um, that's right uh, with the AEW World uh, Women's World Championship match between Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm the only match that wasn't really cross promotional um, mm. yeah could have had someone from stardom in here you should have had more than one's women's more than one women's match in here to be fair mm-hmm. yeah um, Stardom did have a show on the same day, so well. Ah, let them away for it. He's still good. Hi, they have loads. Of, they could have brought one person mm. over. May Utani bring bring yep. her over for God's sake. Um, fantastic match. This was. It was. Rosa. Say all those rumors about Rosa being hard to work with. Oh, I think that just squashed them. It's like there's no way this woman's hard to work with. She's loving this business, and she I is. Think- Fucking brilliant in the ring. Really, really I I actually reckon that uh, but like part of it looked like um, Thunder was fighting against her just because of how awkward Marina is and everything she does. And then that really yeah. that one that looked really bad with the suplex. I reckon that mm-hmm. was um, Thunder Rosa didn't like the way she was moving and went yep. wait abort <laughs> hold on a minute and then. Aye did it safely um which i think is fine um and at the end of the day none of us know and we shouldn't be going oh she's hard to work with and we don't work Mm. with her don't know Mm. and we all it would be it would be i was just gonna i was just gonna say it would be really weird if she turned out to be like that because after what happened to her in lucha I, i don't think there's any way she would have an attitude like that yeah she always comes across as really humble as well. Like, not a... Yeah. She's not really... Like, you see her seem like tackle vlogs and all, and she seems so bouncy and happy and just getting on with everybody. Yeah, she doesn't seem like the prima dog type. But uh, if you, if someone's uh, about to suplex, say, and, and you're like, I'm not ready, wait, hold on, um, it's fine for you to sandbag and then get in position and yeah. go. That doesn't make you hard yeah. to work with. That means you protected yep. yourself from going on your head. 100%. Especially if the person doing it to you is a bit of a rookie and has no idea what the fuck they're really doing. But this match, Tony Storm, fucking brilliant. Thunder Rosa, yeah. fucking brilliant. Um, yep. Tony actually managed to kick out of um, the Fire Thunder driver. Uh, and Yep. Which then ends up uh, Thunder Rosa having the final reckoning, which is um, 
Dustin, Dustin Rhodes uh, finisher, uh, which is a wee tribute. Uh, has he retired from the ring, or is he just cutting back? I don't. I have no idea. Didn't hear any noise. I assume he's just cutting back. Yeah, yeah, yeah could be. IWGP United States Heavyweight Title Match: Will Osprey <laughs> versus Orange Cassidy. This this was the match of the night for me. Ah, uh, that's unbelievable. Will Osprey's so fucking good, hey? Aye. It's scary how good he is. It's it's mad out how much his like his style has matured. Like he used to be, I mean, he still does loads of flips and really athletic shit. But he used to be like flipping all over the place. Um, ah, his feet were barely on the ground. Yeah, but he has like scaled that back and been you know be put on more structured matches. Some of that because he's put on a lot of mass and can't do some of the things he used to. But um, man, the the guy's so good. I loved. Orange Cassie. So Osprey does the thing where he does all the backflips and then lands on his knee like the superhero <laughs> pose with the arm out and then Orange doing it as well, but he's like the arm halfway up. Just winding yep. Osprey up. <laughs> yeah. Although two of them are so good at winding each other up. I loved when um Osprey had Orange in the abdominal stretch and he puts his hand <laughs> in his pocket and he pulls it his middle finger and he's like, Oh look what I found <laughs> Oh yeah. excellent. Aye. Um just all of the big moves. <laughs> <laughs> you expect out of this one a lot of high spots there was that. a the fucking spot where i can't hear i think it started started as the whole thing where you know where orange spins around and goes into the ddt yeah and i think they spun around about three times then osprey just turns it into a suplex throws orange yeah. up but orange comes down and turns it into the slum dog and you're like oh my fuck uh, it's like you look at it and you're like what just happened there i'm not entirely <laughs> sure but that was uh, it looked fucking impressive um, yeah, it was such a good, uh, good match. Uh, definitely my, for me, was the match of the night. Um, we also got, uh... Aye, I like, would agree. Uh, we got another look at Juice Robinson, because while this was for the, the IWGP United States heavyweight title, uh, Will Ospreay doesn't have the belt. Um, Juice Robinson right. still has it, because he won't give it up, even though he lost it. Um, we get, we get some, uh, like, towards the, the end of this... You know, we get Oscutter, fucking hidden blade, uh, a counter, but like Orange Cassidy counters the Stormbreaker, um, and it's like a bunch of near falls at the end, and then Osprey finally gets on that Stormbreaker, um, and then Ozzy open tear off Orange's pockets. Yep. The fuck, scumbags. <laughs> uh, we get Trent and Rocky coming out for the save, but uh, they get beat down. Mm. Um, and then a certain certain music hits, and everyone goes fucking ballistic. Shibata. <laughs> I think I was the only one in the room that knew what was going on. Um, oh yeah, once I remember you explaining though about um, oh, yeah, he yeah. was the guy that was had a really bad injury. I do remember you explaining. I remember. I remember. I had to double check with you at the time. That's who it was. Yeah, he gets in there and gives uh, Osprey a couple of shots um, until he gets pulled <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Is it was weird? Like so, orange. Orange puts the glasses on Shibata and gets out. It looked like Shibata wanted to fight Orange Cassidy. He's <laughs> like, get in the ring, let's go. Ah. Like, Calm down, man. That's <laughs> right, because he pulled him back in afterwards because the uh, camera cut back. They were obviously like showing you the highlights. Then the camera had to go back. <laughs> Shibata was like, come on. And Cassidy's like, no, oh, it slowly rolls out. He's he's just dying to do whatever with anyone because like, his career yep. was done. Um, I. I say that match would be good as well. Orange Cassidy versus I, Shibata. Uh, so 
Next up, we have our Zack Sabre Jr. versus our mystery opponent. And that mystery opponent is Cesaro Claudio Casta- Castagnoli. Castagnoli. I think I'm saying mm. that right. Castagnoli. Thanks. so. Um, we'll just call him Claudio, shall we? Um, yeah, Claudio. Yeah, Claudio's a, it's a, a big get. Another, another guy for MGF yep. to take care of at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Found we got a, a a really good match. How familiar are you with uh, with with Zach? I have only ever seen two Jack. I just called him Jack. Jesus, Jack. I've only seen two Zach Saber Junior matches. There was one. I can't even remember who his opponent was when I was round with yourself. Uh, you had a bit of New Japan on before a paper, and it was a really really good match. Thinking about it, maybe no, it wasn't, it wasn't the Osprey. It was a Japanese fella. He was, a, um, but it was he was. They were doing the whole thing where they were trying to tie each other up in reverse moves and stuff. And the only other match I've ever seen was when, obviously, I, I went on a Jeff Cobb binge and I found he had a match with Jeff Cobb. Mm. And that was actually very good because that was obviously Zack Sabre trying to tie him up and Cobb power, just powering out of everything. So that was actually a really cool story they told there. Yeah. Zack actually did get the win over Cobb. But it was very well done. It was done. But um, yeah, that's that's the only th- stuff I've ever seen of him. We, we got that that kind of match here as well where it's, yeah, it's Zack. Um well it's a Zack Sabre Jr. match that's what you watch him for um he's, he's definitely mm. very different lots of lots of holds he does the, the joint manipulation stuff love when he does the the stuff with the fingers he's like pulling mm. uh Claudio's fingers apart and all and, um and it, it's a much slower style there's there really is no one like him out there no um and I love the where they were doing the like trading European uppercuts because they, they use the European uppercut a lot. Yeah, although um, <laughs> I felt sorry for Zach taking those uppercuts because Jesus Claudio, oh, he uh, lays them in there. He <laughs> has a really, really good one though. <laughs> so he is. Are you talking about the one where he pops him up first and hits him on the yep. way down? That's his yep. uh, very European yep. uppercut. That's called. <laughs> the very it's, European. It's, it's more European, so it hurts more. Um, <laughs> you also got the Claudio. Like you know, notice he kept sort of teasing the giant swing. Zach kept getting out of it. Uh, uh, that's his big thing. Everyone counts along. It's like yay. Uh, Claudio wins this, which I don't. Do you, does that hurt the perspective? Brian Danielson match down the road, or do we just not give a shit? <laughs> um, nah. I mean, because at the end of the day, uh, Danielson's a completely different wrestler to Claudio. So this is true. Like as you say, Claudio's a bit more of a powerhouse than Daniel. Yeah, he's a lot, so. lot, lot less technical. He, he's more of an all rounder. Mm. He can do whatever. Like, um, mm. um, but yeah, he is immensely strong. That's sort of what he's known for. Um, Does anyone know what the deal with the cameraman was during this match? I have no idea. Where he like put his arm around one, and he's like, "Hey, I guess he knows." Yeah, it. he was posing with a cameraman. <laughs> I guess he knows. There's it. some people saying that it was Punk. Fuck off! You think Punk was out fucking filming Aye, on the- But apparently this is apparently this was like, like a a piss take thing. They, they were do, like they were having a well, they weren't having a dig, but they were joking around at something they had done before. And this yeah. was apparently what they were doing. They were sort of going, "Oh, look, we're doing it again." Uh. Uh, maybe, maybe it was. I don't know. In, inside joke, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, uh, Jay White versus Adam Cole versus. Adam Page versus Kazuguchi Okada. Holy shit. Yep. And that's what the crowd starts oh. <laughs> with that chant. Yep. No one's done anything. Yep. It's like, holy shit. What am I watching? 
the pop for him when he came out was it was on real high. And it was I think it was the pop of the night. Okada? Oh yeah. Aye. Oh yeah, yeah. The people were hot for Okada. Um they did a very good job of being like putting the doubt in people's minds. Well, I say they Aye. Meltzer did a very good job putting the doubt in the mind by saying Okada's not gonna be there. Now did he do that on purpose? Or at request of... Uh, I don't know, because that... Because that... that uh, if, if he had any uh, journalistic integrity, he definitely has none now. <laughs> if, if that's what mm. he's done. Why would you ever believe him? Um, but we, we I don't remember know. Adam Cole during Dynamite actually says, oh, sure, Okada's not even going to be there. Unless that's what he took it from. He, he literally heard Adam Cole say, but, oh, 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 must get this on the site. That would be stupid. Uh, no, I think he, he had <laughs> said that before then. Um, right. but yeah, the, no one was expecting him. Um, like that, that like on dynamite when he came out, I lost my shit. Hey, watching it by myself. Uh, There's not many, many things that'll make you, uh, audibly pop when you're sitting by yourself watching something, but that, that mm. did it for me. Um, yeah. And he did not. This, this, this was uh, no. an, another fantastic, God damn this pay-per-view. Um, nor mm. great, great match. Uh, and this was like, pretty sure this is the first time this title's been defending a four-way match um i know okada said this is his first ever four-way match he's done triple threats but never never four-way oh really uh because a lot of oh. like the iwgp is very much like it's always one-on-one um uh. but yeah it was the sort of thing you would expect from uh, four way. I, I just you can have two guys doing mental stuff while the other guys rest, and then as soon as they're mm. done, the other guys come. Which uh, is this good. was nonstop. Yeah, crazy fucking thing. Well, Okada, the 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 dive he did, like not from the ring, mm. but uh, it was into the crowd, jumping over the guardrail. He did a crossbody, which was uh, yep. pretty crazy. Um, the crowd's got a some. Some people got a much closer up uh, uh, thing of Okada than they were expecting. <laughs> um, we're also, they were Adam Cole and uh, Jay White sort of doing the, well, we need to work together here. Didn't didn't mm. last too long, <laughs> but uh, nope. yeah, shouldn't shouldn't trust them guys. Either um, of them. <laughs> no. Yeah, really, really good match. Um, definitely, I think it lived up. To, to the hype it's great to see Okada on the AEW pay-per-view some people some people believe this whole pay-per-view was just set up just so Okada could come over and steal Nick Jackson's ring gear yeah why <laughs> remember that Okada you remember Nick Jackson gear? was saying about the rib no he says he ribbed him on BTE he was saying that uh, they'd waited in the room all day for Okada because they were obviously his good friends but then they had to go and do a five minute vignette and when they came back Okada was there waiting and he's all hey Nick Nick where's your ring gear and Nick was all why and Okada starts taking his top off and he's wearing all Nick's <laughs> ring gear and apparently <laughs> this was a rib he always did in New Japan to him. and he's all I can't believe it's been three and a half years and he does the same rib to me I leave the room for five minutes and he takes my ring gear and puts it on. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the first thing he did. So, where's the box room? Uh, where's his gear? Uh, Okada's, Okada's uh, dropkick. We saw quite a few of them. Uh, best dropkick uh, in the business. So, uh, there's a lot of people who always say, oh, what a, you know, best in the business. That, that, uh, there's no argument there. That is, especially for the height of him too. 
he really, really gets up. Like, you are getting it in the mush every time. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, you get drop kicks in the chest and things like that. Nah, Okada, you're getting it in the He will definitely uh, jump high enough so it looks to, like it's going to. Um, mm. Yeah, the, the finish of this was a little weird. Um, like, Okada been teasing uh, Rainmaker, um, the ripcord short arm clothesline that he finishes with. Um, he had Adam Cole sort of set up for it um and cole goes to one knee um which looks sort of weird and at that point switchblade comes in and grabs okada and does his finisher uh blade runner uh and then immediately mm. okada rolls out of the ring he goes over grabs adam cole and pins him uh to retain um whereas there there was no finisher or anything on adam cole uh, so, as I said, uh, may have been going into this hurt already and just sort of done something to him there where it's like, uh, I cannot, mm. I cannot take a Rainmaker right now. <laughs> uh, afterwards, uh, Tony Khan during the scrum said he, he will be fine. But yeah, it, it would make sense for that to be the finish. Uh, I think though, with uh, the only uh, difference being Okada hits the Rainmaker, gets Blade Runnered, and mm. then... Um, you've got the drama of Jay White pinning Adam Cole instead Adam of Okada. Cole. I don't think we we didn't lose any match time or anything. You know that was literally just Adam Cole couldn't do the finish. Yeah, so they we, kept teasing us as well with Hangman and Okada, and I don't think that they ever at any point get a good proper one on one. No, they kept them apart well, well enough through the whole thing because uh. they were mostly te <laughs> teaming up. Um, uh. Because you just naturally you had your two heels and your two faces, um, and anytime they were mm. uh, sort of helping each other out through it, um, and yeah, you had Gato there as well. It's good to have him there, um, but he was being a wee shit. Stop the stop the buckshot <laughs> at one point. He did. <laughs> a great man. No, yeah, Okada did bring up, uh, bre break up um, a pin attempt. Of Hangman's, mm. he buckshotted uh, Cole three curtain and just got in the last minute. Uh, but the, I, the not very much going on between the two of them. Uh, yeah, I save that. All part time. They save that too. Because yeah, I'm sure they probably fought before. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's a very different Hangman now than was in New mm, Japan. True. This is this is main event Hangman story. Aye, this is confident Hangman. Well, will he ever be confident? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Uh, main event time for the AEW interim Wardlow Don't Play This Shit World Championship. <laughs> I'm never going to let that go. <laughs> John Moxley versus Tanahashi. Yeah, this is basically Tanahashi getting a good old fucking beat. <laughs> Jesus, uh, Moxley got all the offense here, but I think that's how Tanahashi likes to roll. Um, you know, he mm. goes for the big baby face comebacks. Um, it was a, a decent match. It was it was pretty good. It was um, probably following what it followed didn't do it any favors. Mm. But um, well, but yeah, it was... crowd were still loving it, and there were some really cool fucking moments of this. Like when Tanahashi kicked out of the the paradigm shift in a ring and Mox done the whole sort of oh shit moment. That was yes, love that. Yeah, true. Because kicks out paradigm. Um, he kicked out at one too. <laughs> aye, aye. Get really did a really good job of yeah getting the crowd behind Tanahashi. Um, uh, at one point, they turned on Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I like you, fucking idiots. I, I'm not a Tanahashi fan. No secret, like, but uh, um, <laughs> but that's purely. I'm not a Tanahashi fan. He's fucking amazing. As like 
a wrestler. It's the whole mm. like in the in actual wrestling. I don't like the character because <laughs> that whole uh, oh I'm the S. Yeah, it's the ah fuck off. Well, that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I'm. Just... <laughs> We're, but we're I, grumpy I, old man. That's I, our I, problem. Well, Moxie bleeding like a stuck pig in this as well. Like, fucking hell. Mm. Um, it was interesting here, uh, just on the, is they call Moxie's finisher the Death Rider? Ah, because it was a New Japan match. Yes, that's what he calls it. Yeah, it was for the AEW Championship, though. So, uh, oh, they actually call it the Barnum Shift as well. So, which is it? <laughs> Why not? Um, Depends who his opponent is. <laughs> John Moxley wins as the interim world champion. We've got Moxley versus Punk to look forward to. You would have to imagine Punk wins that because if he doesn't, then what the fuck was all this for? You could have just <laughs> took mm. it off him and not bore with the uh, the interim stuff. And that's is was a great pay per view. Uh, but fuck that. We need to we need to promote blood and guts. So I come Jericho, Daniel Garcia, the whole fucking gang uh, uh, to finish off with a big fucking brawl. Yep, just all hell broke loose at the end. All all participants for that man. Yep. Man or Ortiz looks fucking. Cesaro gets his or Cesaro. Sorry, uh, Claudio. Claudio gets his gets his big swing. I came down the shader, but he did. So, oh, that was quite a quite a pay-per-view there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty worried about it with all the injuries. Um, I'm thinking, and the, you know, before we knew Okada was there, it was like, but yeah, it delivered on the night. Um, it definitely did. And I hope it was enough of a success to do it again. It's like, I hope so. T- talk about, like, just giving fans the, what they want, exactly what they did here. Uh, to me, you have to do, like... You have to do it one more time to give us the matches that we didn't get, that we were supposed to get. So that's your excuse for even doing it again in a year's time. Yeah, I hope even more than that, that this is like maybe leads to more of a talent moving back and forth e- more easily between the two. Mm. Um, True, that'd be good. Which uh, it's not like they, they weren't doing that already, but like uh, now they see the, the appetite people have for this and how, you know, crazy people get for it um yeah it's mm. it's worth it's worth doing and actually doing matches where they're going up against each other not just uh oh, here's it would have been wouldn't have been nowhere near as good if you'd done like here's a new japan match and next is the aw match it's new japan's turn to have a match like, uh, what's the point in that seriously like all you're doing there is uh, giving your each of you is half a card and you put it put it on the other side that's not a proper joint pay-per-view so we have a wee bit of time to talk about games, I guess. But hmm. not, nothing, much, nothing much happened <laughs> news-wise. No, like I said, we're still on the we're still on the you know the tail end of the summer games fest. So again, everyone's sort of done all their big announcements. Yeah. Well, Nintendo just had a a direct there before we started recording um, earlier today. A couple of things, man. mostly third-party stuff, um, like th- Persona. Three, four, and five. We we saw that they're coming to Xbox. They are also coming to Switch. Um, there was more Monster Hunter stuff. Uh, Near Automata is coming to Switch as well. we'll see how that runs on there. Um, one you probably be very interested in playing on your Switch. Uh, Super Bomberman R two. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do love my Bomberman games too. Bomberman fan, yeah. Um, yep. There is a Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, which I think is their like 
tactics RPG type game, isn't it? Is that? Ah, uh, yep, yep. Yeah. I was wondering what that was, and then I remembered they have that side of things. Uh, Pac-Man World Repack, which is a remake of Pac-Man World. Um, okay. A black and white adventure game with no text in it where you seem to be playing as a fawn and a wolf called Blanc. All right. Which will have go up. Sounds like you were describing that unfinished swan. Do you remember that? No. I... There was color in that, although wasn't it wasn't that you were supposed to paint the colors in? Or I, I thought it was just black and white. Am I thinking of something? Else? Is that the one with painting? It's the one where you like shoot the sort of paintballs at a, a, a so the screen starts completely white and then you shoot the paintballs and it sort of colors in the world and around Shit. you. Yes, that's I have tried that. Yep. <laughs> Very passionate. Um, they shared about a Monkey Island or uh, Return to Monkey Island, um, which mm. is Ron Gilbert returning to Monkey Island. The guy that originally made it. Uh, so is this a new Monkey Island or is this a remake of the Return to Monkey Island? This is a new Monkey Island. Right. Because remember there was that third Monkey Island game where it was like all 3D and stuff. I but I think this is like that didn't happen and there was only two of them. All oh, right. So I because I, like, I know a lot of people didn't like that one. You see. Yeah, I, th- I think this is like after LeChuck's Revenge. Mm. That was the this second is the one. the true third game. Uh, yes, because I don't think Ron okay. Gilbert did that other third game. So no, this is he re- didn't. This is Ron Gilbert's Return to Monkey Island. Yeah, very um, good. Now we have another Mario Rabbids game. For, I think that did really well for them. It probably did. The first. I, it's basically XCOM, isn't it? I want to say. so. It's tactical turn-based R- RPG type thing going on. Uh, or strategy. <laughs> I, um... And then there was uh, this, probably the craziest one, or the, I guess, thing that Square Enix announced uh, a new game, uh, Harvestella, um, which they are describing as a cross between Final Fantasy and Stardew Valley. Are you familiar hmm. with Stardew Valley? The life I know simulator? the name, but I can't say I know the games. It's oh, like yeah, that's how I know it. You have a farm, and you can do farming yep. stuff so so yeah this is this looks very final fantasy but i guess you'd be doing farming and stuff and it's 3d like you know there's going to be different seasons but then you go out and fight mm. it's boring <laughs> well there are also rumblings of a remake of metroid prime yes you are correct um do not think they announced it because it was all third party stuff but yeah there was aye, some, aye. something some rumblings some rumblings uh, um is that a f- well, would that be a full remake or not a remaster i mean who'd even who would make that if it was, if a, it was a remaster you'd have to trust someone public i'll say retro are, are working on are supposed to be working on prime 4 which we haven't seen anything of since it was announced except for we need to start again which is not a good sign yeah and they came out nope. and said well we're scrapping what we're doing um yeah there's the the story there remaster reportedly launched for switch at the end of this year with uh two three to follow um yeah it was jeff grubb giant bomb ah he's very good at this stuff he does he needs to get all the low down even more than day low <laughs> so uh in some like i say exciting news because it's not really even news but um hidetaka miyazaki you know that guy that made that elden ring and that we game called Elden Ring. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's all like, uh, our next game is in the final stages of development. How mad is that? Hey, so uh, 
I don't know what that means. Uh, what could it be? It can't be an Elder Souls. Like, oh, we just had Elf. We're not going to get <laughs> uh, If anyone is currently shouting uh, anything about a Bloodborne 2, then you are uh, a fool. Yeah. Um, be, be quiet. You're embarrassing yourself. Um, <laughs> armored Core? <gasps> oh, that's a good shout. Could be a new Armored Core. I'd actually be up for that. Never played any F games. How much is it like a Dark Souls game? <laughs> Anime. <laughs> is it anything uh, like this? In a scale of, um, I'm trying to think of a very cool scale, but I can't think of one. Not none. Absolutely nothing. It's more like just a big. It's more like just a third-person shooter with an excuse to just blow up and build your own. The customization's always been awesome. Mm. Although it does explain where it does explain where the weight thing comes in the uh, the Souls games because that's where it all started. You know, I just wanted to load my ro- I just wanted to load up my robot with tons and tons and tons of uh, miniguns and missile launchers, and it was all, oh, you could do this, but uh, you'll move way too slow. And I was like, I don't care. I just blow everything up. But it used to ah. take me like 20 minutes to trek across a level. Yeah. yeah. So in 2018, he said uh, they were currently working on 3.5 games. As in 2018, since then, Sekiro has happened. Elden Ring has happened. And then they did that PSVR game, Dara Senior with Adron. Ah, so that would be the point five, I guess. You would think that's the point five. So this is maybe something that they've been working on since back then. You yeah, might get my shout because he uh, he has always said he'd love to go back to Armored. Mechs are the other thing that studio's known for. Mm. That series might be Chrome Hounds. <laughs> Not as well regarded as Armored Core. No, definitely. I I've never played any of those. Is Chromines is one of those ones. That's just like, uh, it's just one of those games that fades into that PlayStation three yep. three sixty era. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I tried it and it was. Oh right. It was for yeah Chromines. Oh, I that from the makers of Armored Core. I was like fuck yeah, and then I was like oh dear, this is not good. That's how you get you. So you look at this shite game uh, from a game that I like uh, made by the same. People I that, fell for the marketing. Um. I think that'll uh, do us for this week to all wrestle yeah, We haven't been playing anything new really anyway. Yeah, and uh, I've been chatting about wrestling for ever, it seems. Yep. So games just... We'll talk more about games because like uh, the, the PlayStation Plus stuff is up. I've been playing a few things, but I was like, ah, I'll, I'll talk about that stuff next week because none of it's like oh, yeah, new yeah. or anything. So I'll, mm. I'll give my thoughts on what the thing looks like and what I've been playing. But yeah, do that yep. next time. Like my playstyle will have changed by next week. Oh yeah, you can tell us what adventures you've had in, on uh, PC dealing with that Steam summer sale. Yep, my my office looks like a leprechaun vomited in it. There's just rainbow lights everywhere because it's getting darker now. Surely you can turn that off. Anyway, I don't know how, <laughs> but uh, okay. But until uh, um, next week, go watch go watch Forbidden Door, go watch Slamiversary, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Every time.